0: Oh my God! Hi, friends. <laughs> we are good. <laughs> That's going before the intro music.
1: We are we the All full Fallbusters. Your sports news podcast on Unbenched.
0: Breaking, Breaking the glass, glass ceiling, ceiling through, through sports. sports. What is up, everyone? We are back. Did you miss us? I missed us. Hi, Mick. Hi! Ballbusters is back, baby. It's season three. We are starting with half of a lineup because Michaela and I just need to talk about some football. We need to yell about the All-Star game. And also, Karina's still trapped in Ohio. So if you could, like, give her back to us, please, Cleveland, Ohio, or wherever. Mark, where do you live? What, <laughs> what part of Ohio are you, unfortunately, from? Where are from? you? um have you missed the chaos I've missed the chaos it is currently 9 43 p.m. I have a glass of wine Mick doesn't um which is odd given that I'm the one that has to go to work tomorrow but here we are I do have 8 a.m. class though, tomorrow oh that's unfortunate yes. that's gross yes school has started again we are back to being responsible students we're and responsible is very generous but we're doing our best we're trying we're trying really hard to be entirely fair Um, If you can hear really loud breathing, our lovely house hippo, Alex Higgins, is currently sitting in the corner of the couch. He is working on a graphic that um, we don't know what it is. But yes, that is, he's the resident boy. Um, He's the one who got me the glass of wine. He does our dishes. Uh, He also happens to be my boyfriend on, like, a part-time... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Full-time boyfriend, part-time house hippo. Mm -hmm. And he's currently giving me the dirtiest look. So we may have him interject if he feels particularly heated about anything. He also decided he was going to be a fake Bills fan, and that really hurt my feelings. Is that our segue? I think that's a segue. Look at us. You wanna, you wanna start? Right I guess back the game, your
1: game was first.
0: Yeah, my game was first, unfortunately. So we're not gonna walk through every single wild card game because honestly, most of them were pretty boring because they were, most of them were blowouts and except, very predictable. Yeah, except mixed game. That wasn't a blowout.
1: Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in, in a. You could minute. see my face right now. This is a moment when I wish this was a video medium. <laughs> oh my god. Remember when I yelled about the Cowboys earlier in the year? This is going to be the same. So get ready. Casey's going to go first, but we'll get there.
0: I'm going to go first because, look, I, I really struggle with the Patriots' performance in this game for multiple reasons. One, they couldn't stop a nosebleed if they tried. Like, it was a joke. And the reason that I struggle with that is because I think they could have gone out there and that team could have played their best game and it still wouldn't have been good enough because buffalo was on one yes like that was a perfect game of football no punts no fourth downs don't think they had to kick a field goal at any point it was ridiculous the, literally the only problem they had was they missed a couple extra points there a graphic
1: came on the screen near the end of the game and it was like every single, like, result. Yeah. And it was, like, touchdown, touchdown. It was and it like, wasn't oh even, like, God. they were
0: getting to start at their no. own, like, 20-yard line. Like, every, every single possession. thing was, like, deep in New England territory, and they found the end zone. So, yeah, New England, I don't really know what the defense was doing, um, which is really unfortunate because this is typically the strength of the Patriots is that defense. But I just think they even could have come out there and they could have all played Pro Bowl level. And there was absolutely no stopping Josh Allen. Josh Allen has come up very, very quickly. And I am very excited to see him in the league for the future. I just hope that there's a blockbuster trade in the future and that he leaves the AFC East. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to, the Bills will make him sign a lifetime deal where he signs his soul over in perpetuity. But a girl can dream.
1: See, the AFC East is a nice place for him to be for me. (laughs) <laughs> the only issue Far away from you
0: yeah the only issue is the
1: team because everybody i know is a bills fan oh my gosh and it's I, like this mix of like do i hate bills mafia do i want to s- sort of cheer for them it's no no it's you this don't. like my dad is like well now the cowboys are out i gotta cheer for the bills and i'm like no I you can't don't. like I Gersh, literally
0: can't. i'm begging you no. he's he's all in on the bills now Okay, well, Um, that hurts my feelings. Um, Gersh, how about I make you a deal? (laughs) You don't cheer for the Bills, and I will continue to feed your daughter. (laughs) Deal? Oh, my goodness. Cool. But that's, like,
1: my, so that's my dilemma. Keep
0: him there so we don't have to play him. But also, like, don't be on the Bills. You know what I would love? I would sell my soul for him to move to the AFC West so we could have Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Do you know how fun that would be? Vegas, you need a QB pretty bad. Like, you're not rolling with Derek Carr for the future. We're going to get a preview of that this week. So, I think. I think that would be really fun. But, anyways. The last thing I will say about the... Actually, no, that's not going to be the last thing I'm going to say about the Patriots. Who are we kidding? Um, I think the biggest thing that I just want to defend my team with, because we live in Bill's country now, and God, I hate it here. Um... I've muted the Buffalo Bills like Instagram stories because if not, I would have to see their stupid win graphics 68 times, and I'm not about that. Just unfollow them. No, like, cause everyone shares them.
1: Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, in defense of the Bill Belichick Patriots, the playoffs were never supposed to be where we ended up this year. That was never sure. Every team comes out and is like, the Super Bowl is the goal. If we're being realistic. This roster was never intended to make a playoff run. But they did what Bill Belichick team, teams coached or coached to do. They found something that worked and they rode that wave to seven wins in a row. And suddenly at one point, they were first in the AFC. That wasn't sustainable with this roster because this, sure, they're not rebuilding. I think the rebuild was last year in this off season is a retooling. It was getting a new QB acclimated to a system. You brought in, millions of dollars worth of free agents who had never played together before. So you get them used to each other. It was truly a year that was meant to create a new foundation. And that next year was supposed to be really the first year that we would see these new New England Patriots. They surpassed expectations in the regular season, landed in the playoffs. Granted, I think they got the worst playoff matchup they could have gotten. Yes, but absolutely. Like, I genuinely believe any other matchup they would have gotten could have been competitive. I don't necessarily... Them is literally them and the Steelers. Like, yeah. they had
1: the worst, I they, feel like, the There was no
0: hope, truly.
1: For either one of those teams. So... Because realistically, like, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit here. Bills, KC, like, that will be a Super Bowl, like, level game.
0: Yeah. Like, that that should be the Super Bowl. <laughs> also, the Leafs just blew another 3-1 lead. No one here wants to talk to me anymore. <laughs> <sighs> oh. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Where's your team? Oh, well, that's right. 32nd place. Shane Wright Bowl! Shane Wright Bowl! And they're not going to get it. That's going to be the best
1: part. That's I be know. I'm going to cry. When I'm going to sit here and watch the draft water with you and watch them lose, I'm...
0: Edmonton I'm is going to get another
1: first overall
0: pick and they're going to have someone else's career to ruin and I will sob. Shane Wright is going to Arizona. I can feel it. Oh my god. No. No. All right. <laughs> Gross. Um, okay. Last thing. We're going to end both of our rants about how miserable our teams make us by letting you know what we think what hole was exposed um which granted there were more than one i think yeah my the patriots game like it was it was swiss cheese but the biggest thing that i think we learned from this patriots game is they desperately need to go out and get a bona fide wide receiver there i have all the love in the world for the scrappy jacoby myers for um I'm blanking on his name not Bird Bird went to Chicago and broke my heart Kendrick Bourne um I love them I love the Julian Edelman mentality that they bring the underdog they're small they're scrappy no one's ever heard of them that's great but those aren't gonna be number one receiver guys like Jacoby Myers only caught his first touchdown pass this season he had thrown more touchdowns than he had received and he is a wide receiver like that's not sustainable so they need to go out and they need to get Mac Jones his guy and we've seen it time and time and time again young QBs come into the league and they're good they're impressive you can tell there's a foundation there but they don't have that breakout dominant I own this offense year until they get a number one wide out and we saw that with Josh Allen getting him Stephon Diggs Joe Burrow was reunited with this guy, Chase. It happens again and again that they just need that one person, that one person who can run every single route on the deep tree. That one guy who is a deep red zone threat. Hell, you even saw with Tom Brady once he got Randy Moss and unlocked that second half of the route tree that wasn't that five yard dink and dunk. Like it's an entirely new offense. I don't think that's something you're going to succeed through the draft, especially not when you're picking mid twenties. So I've outlined three free agents. That I think could slot in rather nicely to a billion Belichick offense. Number one, it's gonna be the top free agent of the year, regardless of position, Devontae Adams. And yes, I'm not stupid enough to think that this is realistic. Like honestly, I think Adams will just follow Aaron Rodgers wherever he goes, truly. <laughs>
1: it's like a it, it's like a shrink. It, it's like the ball goes from Aaron Rodgers' hand doesn't matter where they're playing. They have to
0: be together. And Devontae Adams has come out and said he wants to be the highest paid wide receiver in the history of the league. At this point, I don't really think he can make a case against giving him whatever money he wants. It's just going to be a question of what team wants to do that. Yeah. And then if he wants to follow Rodgers, who can take on them both? Granted, I think if the Packers win the Super Bowl, Rodgers will retire, but that's a different conversation. Um, We'll talk about that in a couple weeks when we're getting to the Super Bowl. We'll we'll get there. But yes, obviously, uh, in a dream world, Devontae Adams. Two more realistic targets. One, Chris Godwin. He was franchise tagged by the Buccaneers last season after they failed to reach a long-term deal. And I would imagine that especially with the recent, you know, wide receiver who exited um, Tampa Bay by a certain name of Antonio Brown, Chris (laughs) Godwin is going to get more looks. He had career highs in receptions and yards and touchdowns this season. So he's clearly, like, he's good. The issues with him are consistency and he's injury-prone. So I think that his availability will depend on Tampa Tampa Bay's assessment of their own wideout room. Um, But I could see Tampa actually like trying to get to a long term deal with him this year because I think he has established himself as someone that they do need. Which brings me to Mike Williams. I'm so sorry, Justin Herbert, but I need him. I, I need Bill Belichick to go in and just like steal Steal him. You weren't using him at the end of the season anyways. So truly, I don't think you would miss him. And I say this because for the first like four weeks of fantasy, Mike Williams was going off. He was making me look like such a smart GM. And then he just disappeared. So if we could like bring that back, and I think him having him as a deep threat, he can run the post, he can run the go, and beat guys one-on-one. That opens up so much for Mac Jones. And we saw on that pick by Micah Hyde, like Mac Jones can throw the deep ball. That pick is still an optical illusion in my mind, and it should have been a touchdown. But he can, he can get it there. He just needs a guy to get there with him and be open. And I think Mike Williams could be the answer there. Um, I'm going to stop throwing solutions at problems no one's ever going to consult me on, and I'm going to turn the microphone over to a very disgruntled Cowboys fan. Michaela Garashi, what's wrong with your team?
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to be if fair. If you take fourteen penalties in a game, you're not
0: gonna win. Like I hate to break it to you, but like you're just not. No. I watched the last five minutes of this game from work and I texted Mick at one point and I just went, You good? She was not good. Like oh my god. First off,
1: I am part of the crowd. I don't know who's not, but there are people. Um I'm part of the crowd that believes that McCarthy should not have a job today. Like <laughs> that is bad coaching. He was out coached by Kyle Shanahan, which is a sentence I don't think anyone ever thought they'd have to say. About. He was out coached by Kyle Shanahan. The clock management was brutal, and like let's be honest here, like Moore's getting whatever, like he's being talked to. That's his offense. That is his offense. Whether and and McCarthy said like it's his, it's Moore's offense. Yeah. So, who made the decision? Because, I mean, at the end of the game, those were some very interesting
0: decisions. Yeah. And I know someone said Moore called the play, but McCarthy gave the go-ahead. Like, McCarthy's on the headset, too. Which, I... Yes. So, here's the
1: thing. So, is that saying that McCarthy needs to be fired and Moore should be slotted up? Maybe. Is that saying that they both are incompetent at this point? I literally don't
0: know. Yeah. Like, I... I find it so funny, though, that, like, that happens, and the next day, Kellen Moore's still sitting in head coaching interviews. I'm like, yeah, but did "Did y'all not watch? His name was trending on Twitter, like, the last, like, three days, so.
1: (gasps) And I think my problem is, too, you're the head coach. Keep your team in check. I know they're grown men, I know, but it's your job to keep them in check.
0: That penalty Randy Gregory took lost in the game. If somebody, like, I know I'm not an NFL coach. I'm well aware of that. Low-key, we should be. I but know I'm, I'm not a, as a, franchise. a
1: professional sports coach. I understand that. But one thing that if I do coach one day, which maybe you'll see me out there, is my teams will be disciplined. Because if they're not, they are sitting on the bench. Like, you will not play if you take stupid penalties constantly. And that lost in the game. And I, like, I just, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, I, the whole saga at the end was, like, brutal. Like, it was so stupid. There is one thing I will say to defend the Cowboys, because Casey did, defend her team a little bit so i will do the same as much as they did, found something to defend yes and i because we talked about this earlier yes the cowboys did take those those penalties and i'm not saying they didn't but come on san francisco had so many that went uncalled like yeah there was one i i don't remember who it was and it's gonna bother me and i'm pretty sure it was parsons somebody literally grabbed parsons by the throat like what you can't do that like Dix was getting thrown around, like, no calls, ever. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, every everything. I'm just, like, I'm so sick of being fans of these teams that just, they just blow it every time. In the most dramatic fashion. Like, it's it's not like we could have just, I would have rather gone in there and get, got blown out. Like, completely blown out. Yeah. Just for lack of just being an unskilled team or something like that. Yeah. But when it's this close and you're, you're giving it away from these, like... And then there was the pick. And, like, it's just, they have to lose in the most dramatic fashion. And it's just draining. Um, what are the issues? I think coaching is is a big issue. And I said this to Casey earlier. You are the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. You could have any coach you want. And I know Jerry Jones is an aspect here. And I know. I know. Like, I don't need the Jones speech. I'm well aware of how what happens there and, and why we have to pick certain coaches. I get it. But... Your coach should know how to manage clock. Your coach should not be getting out coached. You can afford anybody. Yeah. You can literally get anybody you want. Why
0: do we have Mike McCarthy? Why do we have Mike McCarthy? I, like, I, I... My favorite was his line, I know how to win. Do uh, you? you? No, Aaron Rodgers knows how to win, and y'all did it once. You haven't done it since. Like, I feel like
1: this... These issues were kind of hidden all season, because this... Yeah. They also,
0: like, to be fair, they had a relatively easy Oh, absolutely. They
1: absolutely did. So it was really
0: hard for them. There was no one on there that was going to expose them or push them to the point where this coaching would have been, like, magnified.
1: Regardless of who they played all season, there's no reason they should have lost that game
0: on Sunday. Oh, absolutely No reason. Absolutely not. Not Absolutely not. Not with the way... And, like, my favorite part, genuinely, is how Dak Prescott is, like, third on the blame list. Like, this guy gets dragged through... and I'm not even a Cowboys fan. This guy gets dragged through the mud, and yeah, there's some people being like, oh, he shouldn't have run, he shouldn't have done this. He was doing what he was told to do. Like, it wasn't on him, and the way he had that team playing going into the playoffs, you should not have lost to that 49. We're so sorry, sorry. Scott McArthur. Sorry. We know you're listening. Please don't dock me grades for this. I'm begging. He called me out in class. Um... <laughs> Very good
1: chance that that was Leighton Van Der Esch's last game as a Cowboy. Yeah. Very good chance. Who gets the net guard? I've seen the Broncos, but very good chance that that was his last game as a Cowboy. Which makes me a little bit sad because I feel like he's like, he's been there. he's been there a bit. I don't know what's going to happen with the Cowboys next season. If McCarthy's still the coach, which at this point I'm assuming he's going to be. I'm not expecting much more than that. Like, like how do I, as a Cowboys fan... Have any faith in that coaching staff
0: after watching that game? No, none. 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 And if only if you're delusional.
1: If Moore's gone.
0: Yeah, then there's no hope. Like Tyson I don't care. Don't 2022 wrong. Like, <laughs> I do
1: think I do think Moore's a smart guy. Like I, I do really like him. But that that you can't call a play like that. No. Not not with
0: your season yeah. on the line. Yeah. Absolutely not. And I know I was just like defending Dak Prescott, but I will say this. How are you a professional p- football player and you do not know the rule that the ref has to touch the ball? That did not make any sense. I was... how that do you was not, the second time it happened in the game! How, how do you not know oh that? Oh my god! Like, at that... At, honestly, like, I don't think I knew that rule offhand. But as someone who was playing the sport at the highest of highest levels, you're not a rookie. You're not some new kid. You're not some idiot yeah. from the CFL who's wandering in. You is need, that not a
1: rule in the CFL though? Probably, I don't know. It, it might probably be, is. But there's so
0: many different rules that I'm like I would give a CFL maybe, guy. A pass. Maybe that
1: came in after play uh, Gate. Oh my god.
0: Um, <laughs> the, but, the ref has to make sure the ball is still full. Just just touch it. Just give it a little pat. But like you have absolutely zero reason to like make that mistake. Like that. Zero. That's like, That's a reason. mental. That's a mental mistake that cannot happen at that point in time. But it's also like earlier in the game they took the delay of game.
1: Cause the ref was in the way again. I don't know. I'm so, so freaking annoyed with this team. Like, like, please, just please be good for once. Like, we get our hopes up. They were good this year. I that's know. What's so funny. But it's like you could be good all season. It's the same. I have yeah. compared the Cowboys and the, the Cowboys' and the are the same team. I've been comparing them for a long time. They are the exact same. They will do what you want in, in the regular season. You will see great things and then they lose in dramatic fashion every single time. Yeah. And that is all I have to say about Dallas Cowboys today. Let's That's 20 <laughs> minutes of a shang on our team. Let's talk about something for this weekend. Let's let's
0: look to the future. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl preview. Super Bowl. Oh, the individual game. The, the individual game that could—that should be the Super Bowl. The like, Leafs are continuing to blow their 3-1 lead. and <laughs> I'm having a marvelous time. The
1: individual game that should be the Super Bowl of Kansas City
0: and Buffalo, because that game is going to be so much fun to oh watch. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think it's Sunday night too, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's the last game. Sunday, 630. So it's Sunday cool. evening. Um, okay. The weekend divisional round starts. Bengals at Titans. Three years ago, if you would have told anyone that this was going to be your divisional round matchup and one of these teams was going to have been the number one seed, I genuinely think someone would have checked you in somewhere. I like the Cincinnati Bengals are going to play the number one seeded Tennessee Titans in the NFL AFC divisional round. Uh What year is it? (laughs) Apparently, it's 2022. Huh. Um, Okay. So, in terms of a little preview, and then we'll get into some opinionated discussions. But ten, like the facts of the matter are Tennessee had the best record in the AFC, so they have that week of rest. And what's even scarier than them having had a week off, a week to regroup, ice those injuries, sit in the ice bath, blah, 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 blah. Derrick Henry is slated to make his return. And that should make defenses everywhere petrified. Because he's probably angry that he had to sit out for a while. I don't know. But this man runs angry all the time. Um, <laughs> I really want to see him now. The Leafs scored. They're still losing though. Um I
1: really am excited for everybody to listen to this and be like, these are updates live about a game that happened <laughs> yesterday.
0: <laughs> we are so sorry. But like There's still
1: what, four minutes left and they're only down one t- was that Matthews? Oh, he just like tied the record from road game goals in a row. The stupidest I don't know why we're worried about this stuff. But why like, are we keep? He tied they pull records Steve out of the Steve Iserman and Burray for the most road the consecutive most consecutive road games road with a goal. Good for him. And he's at ten. Oh, it's so, gonna be a kicking motion. Yeah. If he kicked it in. Aren't
0: oh you my god. This live oh oh my god. Um. Unless somebody stick touched it, we might be good. No.
1: Oh. Mm. He might have. True, but stick might
0: have grazed it. To to be determined. We'll probably he get a result be, we'll for this when know. we're determining the next game. Um. So yeah, Derek Henry's coming back. Everyone be scared. Blah 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 blah. Uh, the Bengals. Honestly. I think they're better off not having had the week off because the absolute tsunami of momentum that this team is riding, you would think that the city of Cincinnati had never known joy. Which, like, to be fair, is a debate that I think is valid and can be had. But last week, they won their first playoff game in 31 years. 31. And it's mind-boggling that, A, it took so long because... It's not like they had missed the playoffs for 31 years. They were under Marvin Lewis, and they could not buy a win. Uh, so much to the point where I remember... I tweeted about this, but I remember sitting... Oh, yeah, the goal was called off. Um, I remember sitting next to one certain Dan Berlin. Also, Dan, did you know that you're, like, everyone's favorite professor in this program? We were talking about this at CBC today. Everyone loves you. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I want an A-plus in your class this semester. But I remember making fun of Dan for being a Cincinnati fan. I was like, why? Absolutely,
1: I... Have a I weird think we all hate- did. I have a weird hatred against no, the Bengals, I- and I don't
0: know why. I are we do- gonna expose you now? Or or do you, you want me to me? wait until you're higher. <laughs> you can expose me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, wait, wait. <laughs> um, so, yes, the Bengals are a hoot and a half this season. Um, but, yeah, they, like, I remember making fun of people for being Bengals fans, and, man, am I eating my words now. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are some of the most fun football ever. Like, they are so much fun to watch. And I know what's so funny about that is everyone that was, you know, like, going so hard at them for not taking Penny Sewell in the draft and taking Chase instead because everyone's argument was, well, you need someone to protect Burrow. Apparently, none of us accounted for the fact that Burrow with Chase gets the ball out faster than you would have time to sack him in. So, like, it's working yeah. out great. Um, the one injury uh, concern for the Bengals, though, is uh, their defensive tackle, Ogan Joby, is out. And he is kind of the crown jewel of their run-stopping defense, which has struggled. And going in against Derrick Henry, that could bring back some struggles and his absence will highlight a hole. Also, that's assuming that Henry, yes, he will run angry, but is he going to be able to be fully healthy? Will he be able to go a full four quarters? All that fun injury talk is always valid, but like I'm not going to speculate too hard on that because... I mean, Cam Akers tore his Achilles less than a year ago and is already making teams look silly. <laughs> so, like, truly, what do I know? Um, since he's pass offense, like I just said, is explosive. And there, there's no way around that. They, they make that big play way too often for other defenses to feel comfortable with. But the concern there is, like I said, protecting Joe Burrow. That offensive line is you know, can be questionable at times. And yes, Tennessee is coming into this game with the 25th ranked pass defense, um, which when you're facing Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, like, can be concerning. But they are seventh in sacks and have recorded 42 sacks this season. So they do have a hope at getting to Burrow because, yes, an offense can't be explosive if your QB is on his ass. We all know that. Um, so I think that's actually going to be a really interesting matchup is how that is going to play out. Um, that'll be a fun one to watch. This is the first game of the weekend. This is also going to be the first road playoff game for Joe Burrow, which we know road playoff games always throw in a new wrinkle, especially for a young quarterback. I think we did see it a lot with Mac Jones in Mm -hmm, Buffalo. I agree. Um, Especially especially when you're going into like this kind of environment that's so committed to their team. Well, That Buffalo, I will give
1: uh, Mac credit there. Like, you're going into that building. Insane. But it was also freezing. Yeah. Like, so cold. And I know he was wearing a scuba suit, but that only gets you so far. Yeah. If you're not, like, if you don't play in Buffalo all the yeah. time.
0: Especially, like, as a QB, like, you're not sprinting all yeah, the time. I mean, you're, oh, yeah, the you're chilly. There. You're
1: chilly. Yeah. And Josh Allen's, like, looking like it doesn't even
0: bother him. Well, Josh Allen is superhuman at this point, <laughs> is, is what, is the conclusion I have come to. Um. So, yeah, Burrow's first road playoff game will be an interesting wrinkle. Um. Honestly, the way I've seen him play... This kid plays so cool, calm, and collected. I really don't think it's going to affect him as much as we might think so going into it. Um, but I mean, hey, like, everyone handles pressure differently. He could crack. But I don't know. You smoke cigars after wins, like, the way he does. <laughs> and you break out some of those dance moves, those sunglasses. Like, he has truly, the, I'm not concerned about this kid.
1: The college quarterback.
0: Like, the senior college oh, quarterback. Oh, like The energy. The swagger. Like, yeah. he still has it. Yeah. The swagger is... Honestly, I love it because he backs it up. Yeah. And I think he has every single right to walk around with that attitude because he's putting up the numbers and he's putting out the performances that he is. After losing a knee last year, like we're going to get to comeback player of the year in a bit, but Joe Burrow was eaten alive last year with that knee and that surgery and that scar that was featured so prominently (laughs) in that promo shoot. That was such a good marketing move, like on a completely unrelated note. So I'm really excited for this matchup. Personally, I'm going to pick Cincy because I think Joe Burrow is better than Ryan Tannehill. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. I don't think Henry is going to be at full enough health that he can win this game on his own. And I just, I don't have that confidence in Ryan Tannehill that he can step up and win a game, even if he does have help from a running back. Also, I can't discount that the fact that I feel like Tennessee always finds a way to get fucked over by the refs. Like truly <laughs> there is always something that even as someone who doesn't like the Titans and hates their fans even more, there's always something. And I just, I feel like that's going to come up again, but Mech, who's your pick?
1: I'm going to do something I don't normally do. Oh, Cincinnati Bengals. If you let me down, after I do this, you're done for me, like forever. Like I will never pick you again. I already don't. So I'm gonna take the bangles.
0: Oh, which takes a lot. I, I, I got don't I don't think you guys understand the like internal strength that Mick is having to demonstrate to like, the Bengals. And it's literally for no reason. Like they just bother me like so much. <laughs> like I, I I maybe the helmet. I like I
1: don't know what it is. The Cincinnati bangles just drive me insane. Like. <laughs>
0: And I, I but like how could you not love Joe Burrow?
1: Oh, I think he's great, but I wish he was on another team. <laughs> I, he could be on any other team, except for Buffalo. Please don't put him in Buffalo. Oh my God! Please, Burrow for Allen trade. Like I Loki <laughs> might hate. I Loki might hate. Cincy more than I hate Buffalo. <laughs> just, just for literally no
0: reason, they just bother me. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Nick's hatred of the Bengals is genuinely one of my favorite plot points ever. Like, it's so funny because it comes up every week. Like every every single week. Move
1: the Bengals. It's so. It's the helmets. They could they could stay in Cincinnati. Just change the name. Just change the name. (laughs) Like, it's the helmets. I think.
0: I can't. I really. I do really think it's the helmets. I'm so, I think I'm gonna make like a tiger baseball hat just for Shins
1: Like I, I've never been to the city of Cincinnati. Maybe if I go to a Bengals game, like I will realize how much I, I love the Bengals. Maybe I'm secretly like
0: a Bengals fan. <laughs> Closeted Bengals fan.
1: But um, no, right now I think I have a thing against the Bengals and I don't know
0: why. City of Cincinnati though, even though I've never been there, I have love for you. If anyone in Cincinnati wants to gift us like a three-night stay for Mick to change her mind about the Bengals, that would be an excellent marketing move. That would be hilarious. We would do a whole series about it. That would be so funny. Anyways, just throwing that out there. Uh, next one. 49ers Packers. Uh, Mick, you are not allowed to pick the Packers just out of spite. <laughs> no, I was going to pick the Packers anyway. Um, Aaron so, Rodgers. Tovid is is powerful. <laughs> the powers of Tovid. Uh, it's not the NFC Championship, so Green Bay will not find a way to choke. That will be oh, next week. Oh my god, wait. wait. I didn't get Tovid.
1: <laughs> I just realized I never got Tovid.
0: <laughs> Would you like to contact? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I had COVID over uh, the Christmas break. <laughs> Unbenched, had to um, add the Gauras Garage to the COVID protocols. protocols.
1: <laughs> I did have COVID. Um, thankfully, I'm I'm all better now. But I just realized in talking about Aaron Rodgers, I didn't get COVID, thankfully.
0: I'm so happy for you. I got
1: every other possible symptom, ear, earache, I've, literally everything that I didn't even know was a symptom. I did
0: not get COVID. So. Thank you. Also, thank you for not showing me your toes to prove it. No, that's perfectly okay. I have slippers on. We're that good. slipper can stay there. Um, yeah, so not the NFC Championship game. They won't find a way to choke yet. That will be next week. Honestly, the Packers are just—they're a good fucking football team this year. Like, there's no way around <laughs> it. Aaron, they're, they're Aaron Rodgers really came like came back and just said, "Okay, like, I, let's go do this properly this time." Um, but like, they, it's not like they were. No, they've never been bad. They've like, just, they were not bad last year. They always, were not
1: They almost made it all the way last they've year. They've always
0: pulled the Toronto Maple Leafs and just found a way to lose. Did they, they were the conference finals last year. Yeah, right? and they showed. Yeah. Again. <laughs> it's their favorite thing. Um, no, they're a juggernaut this year. The other thing that I think we have to take into account is uh, the California boys are going to the tundra. Also, Buffalo, like, you're not the frozen tundra. All of their marketing was like the showdown at the frozen. You're not the tundra. That's green. Get your old cold person reference. Like, that's a side note. But anyways, um, California as, boys. As somebody
1: who grew up 20 minutes from Buffalo... I can vouch it is a little
0: chilly down it there. It can be cold, it's but like that's chilly. not your marketing. thing. No, they Take your own. definitely
1: think Green Bay, Wisconsin is is colder than,
0: yeah. But California boys going to the tundra that could get messy. Uh, and I just think at the end of the day, that forty nine ers secondary, I don't think they're stopping Devontae Adams to be honest. And if they stop Devontae Adams, they're not <laughs> stopping Valdez Scantling, and they're not stopping Robert Tony. Like they're it's just Jimmy
1: G in the cold just makes me laugh. Oh
0: because he but, is so, is so california to me but like, like he what's so funny about that is, is he, he is he's so california he started in new england where's he from uh that's a really good question chicago
1: yeah he's from illinois guys I'm so s- like he knows the cold i'm so smart
0: yeah but in played, my head he's, he's so california he played in new england but yeah i think he's been in california like just a minute too long and he is now just like he is a yeah. california boy Um, so yeah, I'm taking the Packers in this one. I know that's not, like, a lot of real analysis, but I don't think this game is going to need it. I just think Aaron Rodgers is kind of on, like, a fuck you tour, to be honest. Yeah. Um, judging by his media appearances. (laughs) Um, I own you! Oh my god. That, that was interesting. Because that happened this year. Yeah. How does that feel, Chicago? (laughs) You're taking the Packers because of Tobit? I'm taking the Packers because I think
1: they're going all the way this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I hate to say that. And I don't have a
1: doubt about it in my mind. Yeah. Um, all right. Tom Brady has something to say about that.
0: Rams at Bucks. Uh, quite frankly, I'm sick of seeing Tom Brady win. I'm over it. Go away. They're going to lose to the Packers.
1: They're going to win and the Packers are going to beat them in the conference final. They're going to replay last year. Okay, but here's my problem with that: is I don't want to count on Aaron Rodgers to have to beat Tom
0: Brady because the Packers choked last year. Like, that too. But, like, I don't... The, you ruined my point, because I was going to build up to my whole, like, upset calling thing. You think this is going to be the upset? Yes. And I will explain to you why.
1: Upset alert! wee oh.
0: wee <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, um, neither team, okay, we know this, you can watch the tape, neither team had that hard of a time making it here. The Bucks got Philly, which was a funny joke, and L.A. got a shell of Arizona. Um, that game was bad from the beginning. Kyler Murray turned into Carson Wentz throwing like some underhanded grandma pass from his ass in his own end zone and it turned into a pick six and from there on out it was like okay this is this is gonna get ugly um so yeah they both had it easy coming here yes LA is on a short week because they did play the Monday night this game is on Sunday so it's not that short of a week but it still is a short week they also have to go across the country but they're going from one warm place to another so I'm not gonna really pay too much attention to it's across to the country that. but it's still at the bottom it's it's the warm part of the country so like <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care um where this gets interesting context wise is there three tampa bay offensive linemen who are at risk of missing this game there are three of them three of their starting linemen are listed as questionable at this point um but they're all with injuries that are like nagging enough that they could be out I don't think it will be a full offensive line. I don't think all three will be out, but I think Tampa could be looking at being down one to two offensive line starters, which for some teams, absolutely no big deal. Slot in someone else, move people around. It's fine. I present to you Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller. Uh, I don't think your starting offensive line is good enough to stop them, let alone whatever combination of backups you're going to put in there. So that's, Problem numero uno, if I am Tampa Bay. Problem numero dos is if the pocket collapses, you do not have a quarterback that can run away. (laughs) Tom Brady is not outrunning Aaron Donald on no planet. Aaron Donald could have one leg and be blind and would find Tom Brady. Okay? Like Like, it's not... Happen. So there is absolutely no way out of this for Tampa. Like that is going to be such a problem. And yes, Brady gets the ball out ridiculously fast. But fine. If you move through uh, LA's defense, you still got Jalen Ramsey hanging out in the backfield and hanging out deep and covering. Whatever receiver combination you're throwing out there for Tampa. Also, I feel like all of Tampa Bay's receivers are injury-prone, which presents its whole other set of issues that we don't have time to get into. Um, but if I'm Tampa, I'm I'm pressing the panic button like just a little bit for the other reason that LA's offense is they're rolling. They are they really said okay, we're going 100 an hour, and this is going to be fun, and we're going to play some fun football. Not only do you have Cam makers who I still don't. Under- tears his Achilles, and 173 days later is going off in a playoff game. You're not supposed to be able to do that. <laughs> you are not supposed to be able to come back from an Achilles tear less than, like, a year minimum later. And Cam Akers is like, hey, hey watch me. Uh, so there's that. And then if Cam Akers isn't going off the run game, you have this kid named Sony Michelle, who's pretty good, comes from the Bill Belichick School of Running Backs, and stepped into the number one role while acres was out you don't want to keep them on the ground you want to go in the air cool you have matthew stafford who's the quarterback behind the two highest receiving total career seasons of all time with cooper cup and megatron oh yeah you have cooper cup running routes and if you're not throwing to cup you've got tyler higby who as a tight end has really made the world turn around uh you've got someone named odell Beckham jr who's found a way to revive his career as a wideout number two role um van jefferson is there who does a really good job substituting in there like there's just there's talent all over this roster it is ridiculous got andrew whitworth on the line at age 40 like throwing people to the side like it's no big deal so i think la truly went out and they said we are gonna get all the stars and they built themselves for this moment and i really think this is gonna be the game those stars show up and i will call the upset of the la rams over tom brady and the buccaneers don't make me regret that please for the love of god
1: no you you have very good justification there i it's it's a good one early prediction though just from what we have left and what you think is going to happen who's your super bowl Uh oh is it casey green bay or is it Buffalo i rainbow. actually like i made a,
0: it's not buffalo because i like in my heart of hearts could not put the bills in the super bowl like i couldn't do it i'm in a bracket challenge and i like could not bring myself to write buffalo in this like i couldn't do it i physically my body said stop let's think about this and let's not be an idiot so i made two brackets i made one bracket where um it was my dream world and no one sucked and everything was fine and life was great Um, and then I made another bracket where I was being realistic, which was, you know, less fun. But my Super Bowl is, do 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 do, do 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 do, please hold, Green Bay, um, and then I don't know who my other like random ass Super Bowl was, probably the Chiefs, yeah, Green Bay or Kansas City, and that's my matchup in both, I just had like different outcomes happening, um.
1: That's uh, at this point, that's what I'm thinking too.
0: Yeah. And but honestly, after watching that Bills versus Patriots game, like I genuinely think they they do pose a real threat to get there, but we'll get to that game in a second. So, who are you taking? LA Tampa. Okay, you made me really want to take LA like really (laughs)
1: bad. Like, actually, I think I'm still gonna pick the Bucks just because like I have a really hard time betting against Tom Brady I've learned I know, since I was a little kid you don't bet against and Tom I Brady. know I still think regardless of what happens in this game as long as Green Bay doesn't choke which I if Green Bay it's cho- not it's like, not the NFC championship it's not their turn to choke yeah yet. I do think as if even if it's Bucks Packers Aaron Rodgers will take care of it and go to the Super Bowl this year um but yeah I'm gonna take Tom Brady and the Bucks
0: yeah that makes sense okay uh, what should be the Super Bowl but will never be the Super Bowl because of how the NFL playoffs <laughs> work? Because they're in the same conference. Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. This is the same energy as when Vegas had to play Colorado in the NHL playoffs. Stupid. Like they like that should that year that should have been the Stanley Cup final. Okay, yeah. Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. Look, this is a rematch from like multiple other games. A so rematch from last year. It's a rematch from earlier this year. They both teams looked pretty. Pretty unbeatable. It uh, was... They both... They both
1: put on football clinics. It was, like, the best that we had, like, their best versions of themselves that they could have possibly brought. Yeah. I feel like maybe Casey not as much, especially in that first half. Yeah. But I feel like the second half, they were really good. Yeah. My... First half,
0: it was a little scary. First, I just looked at the score at one point, and I was like, is that a typo TSN? Um, once, mo- once they got over that yeah. intermission halftime... But that's, like, basically how the Chiefs' season went. At the beginning, everyone was like, what are y'all doing? And then Mm -hmm. the end of the season, they were like, guys, it's fine. They played their whole season in one game. Yeah. It was, like, a perfect encapsulation of what the Kansas City Chiefs did this season. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's my opinion on the problem that they're going to have. I genuinely believe that Buffalo went out and specifically built a pass rush designed to beat Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I genuinely think that that was all they were thinking in terms of putting this team together for this season. And to be honest, I think they did it. I really think they did it. Greg Rousseau is a rookie and he really said, you have no choice but to put me in this game. He started the season in and out of the starting lineup and he gave everyone in that coaching staff room absolutely zero choice but to put him on the field. And like as much energy as it took Mick to pick the Bengals, like that's what it's taking in me to be nice to the Bills right now like this is really hard um and I will go drink more wine later to get over it um but the Bills have built this team specifically to beat the Chiefs and what I've said all year about the Chiefs especially in the beginning of the season when they struggled was teams have figured out how to beat them and maybe not perfectly and maybe not consistently but they have found a crack that for the last two years has not been there with this team The only reason they got blown out in that Super Bowl is because Patrick Mahomes was playing behind tissue paper. But they were (laughs) able to...
1: (laughs) That made me laugh.
0: (laughs) They were able... Teams have now been able to take a semblance of what Tampa did to them in the Super Bowl and replicate it. And there was the same reason people started to beat the Patriots, is once you figure out how to beat them, it's a question of which coach can figure out a new thing first. So, with that being said... Buffalo has built a team that is capable of beating and that is designed to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I don't think we've seen Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs play their best ball yet. I really don't. I not, think not like what they've been in the past. I don't know. Exactly. And I honestly, this game could be 45-43. <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely. It's the, looking like it. This could be a shootout, and I'm all if for you it. Are taking- Sunday night shootout. Please take the over. Take the over on all. I don't course. care what the points are. Take the take over. Take the over. Take the over. Any well, day points in the, of the week. game. Take the over. Uh, but if you lose money on that, don't blame us. We are not a gambling website. Blah 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 blah. Legal things. Don't sue us. Please. We're college students. We have no money. Um, Thank you. Heart heart. Um, yeah. I <laughs> I'm like I talk to myself and taking the bills. But no, I will stay true to my bracket. I will stay true to my hatred of the bill. No, I'm just kidding. Um. You're not I, taking the Bills. I'm not taking the Bills, but it's not because I hate them. No, it's It's because it's. Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey are a three-headed monster that I don't think God They're not could gonna stop. lose. They're not gonna lose when Mama th- Kelsey's in the stands. I think they're still pissed about last year, too. This is a team that is still angry about that Super Bowl. And they're, they they have some angry football left to play, so I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I am also taking the Chiefs. I
1: like I said with Tom Brady, I have a real hard time betting against Patrick Mahomes. I just I just feel like he you know, he's gone to back to back Super Bowls. I think they want to make up for last year. They wanted to win back to back Super Bowls. Yeah. And they didn't. They kind of, you know, just didn't show up. So No, they showed up. They just didn't have an offensive line with them. So the they left they, they just, Yeah, they left half their team. It wasn't their, t- like, their true team that no, showed up. No, 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 no. Whether it was injury or whatever, you know, it it, it wasn't their game. Um, and the guys that are on that team, that doesn't sit right with them losing like that. Mm-mm. So they want it bad. They want to go back there. I'm excited to see this game. This is going to be the game that I look yeah. forward to all weekend. And it's perfect. It's the
0: the little finale. It's the of- night cap and the evening cap. All right. Those are our divisional picks. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Um, Let us know. Find us on Twitter. Come yell at me. Um, If you can spell my name. (laughs) If you can spell Mick's name, you can yell at her. (laughs) I have a basic white person name. Come yell at me. Um, We're going to finish up football with our end of season award predictions. We did these midway through. I think most of them are going to look pretty similar. But the regular season's over, meaning whatever happens now cannot be considered for awards or should not be considered for awards. So we're gonna do a quick little a little speed through. Yeah, let's who m- we think's going for? Let's motor through these. Let's motor through. We're gonna start with. If you don't like
1: football, sorry. This is a football heavy episode. <laughs> we want to. Can-
0: yeah, but like you love us and you missed hanging out with us, so it doesn't matter what we're talking about. You'd love to be. We could be talking about bowling, and we would make this fun. Oh, absolutely. Um. Okay. MVP. Who's your pick?
1: Um. Kind of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Like. Low key. I feel like. He had a great season. Mm-hmm. They won their conference. Mm-hmm. Would they have been that team without Aaron Rodgers? No. No. Absolutely not.
0: No. Right? But I'm gonna make that case for who I'm gonna pick that they wouldn't okay. be the same team. Okay. I, and I think it'll I think it'll go to Rodgers. I don't
1: yeah, I think it'll go to Rodgers, but I don't I think, I think it, it'll go to Aaron
0: Rodgers because his name is Aaron Rodgers. I think I'm going to go to Aaron Rodgers because he's a QB and the guy I'm going to pick is not a QB. And this has and, long been a quarterback award. Oh, it should be quarterback of the year. Like, that's like the they same thing. They should rename it. It's the same thing. So, if...
1: But I'm saying Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah. If the MVP award actually went to the most valuable player regardless of position, Cooper Cup. Okay, that's, that's very 145 fair. receptions. 1,947 yards. 16 touchdowns. As a wide receiver. 28 years old. Did it all season. The biggest plays when it mattered the most. The, that game against San Francisco, I know they lost, but he did everything he, he could to put his team in a position to win. And he did that week in and week out. Yes, he had Matthew Stafford. And I am so beyond thrilled for matthew stafford to be getting his flowers but i genuinely believe that cooper cup unlocked this level of matthew stafford because if you think about it we have not seen matthew stafford look like this since he had megatron you were no you're 100 right i genuinely believe We saw this Matthew Stafford because of Cooper Cup, which is why I'm comfortable making the argument that you take Cooper Cup off that team. We are not talking about the same LA Rams. We are not talking about a team that would have had the confidence to go out and sell their souls to bring star after star after star. I think this team thinks they can go all the way because of the play of Cooper Cup because he came in every week. He unlocked the best in everyone around him. He made Robert Woods better. He's making Odell better. He's making Odell a football player instead of a distraction. Literally. I, Cooper Cup is the MVP of the league. I don't think he'll get it because he's not a QB, and I think that is a crime unto the art of football.
1: I know people have made the case for Tom Brady as well. I think I, no. I think if you're looking at the quarterbacks,
0: Aaron Rodgers gets it over Tom There's Brady. Enough, Tom Brady runs an MLM scheme for a football team. Like he just brought. I forgot Richard Sherman was in Tampa Bay until they. So did I until I was
1: watching the game and they were like, "Oh, Richard Sherman," and I was like. Like, Tom Brady really just said, have you ever been a famous
0: name in this league? You're going to come play in Tampa. Hi, um, welcome. I do like the Cooper Cup thought. Yeah. Um. Okay. Offensive player of the year. My argument for Cup still stands, but for the sake of the conversation, I will argue a different human. But yes, offensive I would player think, of the year. I would think Cup. Yeah. I think Cup, Cup will get one or the
1: other. He won't get both,
0: but he'll get one or the other.
1: I think they're gonna. <laughs> they're not going to give him MVP, and they're going to give him offensive player yeah. of the year. Which like fine, whatever. At least he gets something. He gets acknowledged for his great season. Yeah. Um. If you had to vote though, who would you pick for Offensive Player of the yes. Year? Like even with Cup or without? Like even regardless of your other thought. Um.
0: Mm. Because realistically though, when you think about it, if you're the MVP, that's that's the thing. Is like MVP should automatically be that side of the ball's Player of the Year. I agree. Like the, but I but it's actually, different because no, 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 no. no, they're not the most because, valuable to their team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I will. I will make the case for I mean, Jonathan Taylor. And especially because the Colts had
1: such a good season. Yeah, And, and if we're, we're not counting, like, I guess the end.
0: Yeah, But the end, honestly, I'm it like, sure game. Taylor was one like game. wasn't great. It wasn't his Carson, fault. Carson Wentz lost that season. Carson Wentz took the but Colts like, out of the playoffs. Car- Carson Wentz isn't.
1: Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz is, is a good. bust,
0: and I've been saying that since day one. He almost made me eat my words. I will give you credit. You almost made me take that back. Jonathan and then you did whatever you did in that 17th game. Jonathan Taylor's a good choice as well. So here's my thing with Jonathan but Taylor. But I, I like Cooper Cup too. I don't know. Yeah. I think Jonathan Taylor offensively, okay, just just listen. First in rushing yards. First in rushing touchdowns. First in 20 plus yard runs. First in 40 plus yard runs. He's first in every statistical category for his position across the board. Longest run of the NFL season, 83 yards. He had that. So, like, oh, he's just so good. And what's so fun about me for this is they were both on my fantasy team, which was a delight. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you let me down at QB, though. I'm really upset about that. Um, So I think, yeah, it'll be a two-horse race between the leading rusher and the leading receiver. Again, both led numerous statistical categories within like their relative departments. And it wasn't close I think for either of them, but yeah, I just, I, I think I I'm liking Taylor. I, I don't, I don't think he's in the MVP conversation because of what we've talked about with cup and with um, Rogers. And to be honest, it would be a slap in the face to Derrick Henry. If you turned around and give Jonathan Taylor MVP, when Taylor's numbers weren't as good as Henry's this year, as Henrys were last year but and Henry didn't get MVP last like that mm-hmm. you can't make that argument that's not happening. No. Um I don't think yeah.
1: God, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP
0: this year. I'm so sick of Aaron Rodgers. Go away. Um okay. Defensive player of the year. Okay. Like
1: Trayvon Diggs led the league in picks, but like obviously I know he's not good again. Um I kind of forgot about this person until I was watching the game the other night. And how good he is. I haven't watched dealer's games that much this year. Yeah. TJ Watt. TJ Watt, hey,
0: Watt is good. <laughs> TJ Watt. And I I say this with my whole, this might be my hottest. Is he the best Watt brother? Yeah. That's what I was going to That's say. where I thought you were going. I my I genuinely believe, and I'm going to, like, if y'all thought you were going to yell at me for some of my picks earlier. No. This, this is a hill I might be willing to die on. JJ Watt
1: is overrated. Okay, maybe JJ Watt today, but I feel like D- JJ
0: Watt what has he done? Pre what has he done? Other than get hurt.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not wrong.
0: Like I get it you played on a shit team, but if you're as good as people say you are, that team would have been wouldn't have been as bad. But anyway, that's all the conversation we're having. I mean like pre having. pre like
1: big injury, like pre his like infection and all that stuff. Like Years ago. He was I, better, he than, was he better. than he is now. He was better,
0: but he's, like, touted as, like, Jesus of the defense. And, like, no, his brother's better than him. <laughs> TJ Watt, Watt is my defensive player of the year because if Trayvon Diggs wasn't intercepting you, you were burning him for 20 yards. Like, he it w- was one or the other with him. She was great at picks, yeah. but if you beat him, you beat him bad. And that is
1: one thing, like, I feel like as his game matures in the NFL – He's still a young guy, like, he needs to work on both sides of his defense. Yeah. Like, you can catch all the balls you want, but if they're blowing by you every time, like, you're not doing anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. The offensive Rookie of the Year. I think you have to give it to Mac Jones. Okay.
1: I mean, I am I know you're not going to say it, I, I would. Like. I would
0: love to give it to Mac Jones, because genuinely, like, here, here's... Got his team 9-6, two seed in the uh, AFC East, 313, uh, sorry, three hundred and thirteen, sorry, 3,313 passing errors, which was 15th, yes, in the NFL, but first among rookies. And remember, the same rookie class that had Jesus Trevor Lawrence. I get he was playing on, like, a zero-talent team. And I, I do want to say, Mac Jones,
1: he, like, he, you said this earlier, didn't, wasn't throwing to great receivers. No. No. And I know, y- y- I... I think I know who you're gonna pick Jamar Chase yeah he had Joe Burrow throwing to him though. right so it was like I feel like Mac did more on his own I think Mac did more on his own I think there's Mac a- dragged them into the, they would not have made the playoffs without Mac Jones Mac really took that team and went we're fucking going I don't I genuinely and like he started out rough like the first couple weeks like yeah which he he got so he got better week after week absolutely. as a Patriots
0: fan. Like absolutely take my like reporter out of this. As a Patriots fan is delightful to see, but also as just a football fan, it was so nice to see consistent progression. Especially like, you know the narrative that he's under. Like he's Tom Brady's successor. He's this, he's that. Like I don't think Trevor Lawrence, yes, is coming in as the number one pick. Yes, that's tons of pressure. However, I think everyone's successor knew, is a lot of Everyone too. knew Lawrence was going to a wasteland. There was no way he was gonna make that team good. I don't care what people said. Like, realistically, he yeah. was not gonna make that team good. Mac Jones has Belichick as his coach, which like honestly, like Belichick coaches me, I'm shitting my pants mm-hmm. every week. Like Absolutely. it's not even close. Um So yes, I I think I think Mac Jones is like an extremely valid point. I do, however, think realistically people are gonna have enough detractors for Jones That's in fair. terms of like, and I think just where he ranked. I think at the end of the day,
1: offensive rookie is a hell of a lot closer than defensive rookie. Yeah, right. Like I feel like Jamar Chase or Mac Jones, you give it to either one, people aren't gonna be mad. It is what it yeah. is. Like they both had great years.
0: Yeah, but yeah, like in terms of my case for Jamar Chase, I. I think I, for a long, the longest time I was along with you in that argument of he has Burrow throwing him the ball, but in terms of, cause it's not MVP where it's like you take them out and it's not the same. It's who did the best at their position. And yes, their positions are very, oh my gosh, imagine if they were on the same team. That would have been so much fun. <laughs> um, But I think like Jamar Chase, just the numbers are what's going to seal it for him is like just yeah. those totals. Which is fair. Um, I do think though, like theoretically, I think Mac Jones showed more growth, which I think should be part of the consideration I, for I the rookie too. awards. I do too. Is how much did they grow? And like Mac Jones, that is straight up. Jamar Chase came in on fire, and yes, he was on fire the whole time, but again, he had Burrow throwing him the ball. He was consistent, but like Mac Jones got better week after week after week. Sure, there was the odd pick, there was the odd bad read, but it was a consistent up. But Jamar Chase was just. Good from the start. So I think that's why he'll probably get it. I'd love to see Mac Jones get it. I feel like New England players never win anything. Stephon Gilmore won, like, Defensive Player of the Year that one time um, and then left, which made me sad. Uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year, one, two, three, Micah Parsons! Parsons!
1: (laughs) It's not even close. Um, If anybody else gets this, that's not Micah Parsons. I can't even think of anyone else. No, literally same. But also, can we just talk about the fact that Micah Parsons did not play a game last year? Yeah, that's what's wild. Because Penn State didn't play. Yeah, he didn't play a game last year. Yeah, and and he's coming in and he's and doing he this. had such a good like he played all over the field like he. They just said we are gonna put you where we need you and you're gonna do it. He, he really got
0: that rookie job of like you're just gonna go where no one else is. And I'm like excited you want to be on the field. You're gonna go wherever we tell you to go.
1: I'm excited for year two, Michael Parsons, year three. Like oh you're this, not gonna miss
0: Leighton Vanarash. No, we got Parsons.
1: We'll um, be fine. Yeah, Micah Parsons. I'm excited for that one. This like, is there's,
0: I literally could not think of another name. Like if you put a gun to my head right now no, and said I'm... name me one more defensive rookie. No, I, I have not. no idea. Nope. Nope. head empty. Um... I have I have I have no thoughts. Um, all right, last one that we'll do. Uh actually no, we'll do two more. We'll do coach of the year and then we'll do comeback. So coach of the year. Honestly, for me, it's not close. Zach Taylor in Cincinnati.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Like, th- I didn't think the Bengals were making the playoffs. This no year one so. did.
0: I don't think Bengals fans... I don't think... Like, sure, you had the delusional ones that, like, every year fans were like, it's our year. Okay, Cowboys fans, we've heard it from you for, like, four years. Like, stop. <clears throat> Bengals fans, I don't even think they were, like, dumb enough to be like, it's our year. And then no. Joe Burrow said, watch this.
1: Joe Burrow said, I'm going to throw the ball better than almost everybody in this league. So...
0: I... Honestly, like, I think the Cincinnati Bengals from very early on this season, became a team you did not want to play. And I think that comes down to coaching. Like, they won the AFC North, and that wasn't a pushover. Like, you're dealing with Baltimore, you're dealing with Pittsburgh, and I get Pittsburgh, like, isn't what they used to be, but they still had a good season. They still made the playoffs. Um, Nine and six record, uh, top in the AFC North, has the ninth highest scoring offense and the 11th highest scoring defense, which, like comes down, yes, so the players top, on the field, but your third. coach, your coach puts them together, um, and I really think in terms of like what, because I've seen people put Andy Reid's name in the no. conversation. No, no, no. Andy Reid nope. is coaching a team of gods. Like no, and they I and could, they didn't even have that good of a season. No, I could coach the Kansas City Chiefs. They coach themselves, and they would be roughly where they are now. So. I'm not buying the Andy Reid thing. I'm not really buying Matt LaFleur in Green Bay because I don't think... I think Matt LaFleur is, like, a 1B in that situation and Aaron Rodgers is calling the shots, so... Um,
1: I think when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback,
0: you say, Aaron, how do you feel today? Aaron, (laughs) what do you want to do today? Especially when Aaron Rodgers has proved to be the person that he is, I think it's just the safest way to operate is, Aaron, what can we do for you today, my good sir? How is your toe? Aaron, Aaron. (laughs) Aaron, can I bark? (laughs) Um, yeah, no, Zach Taylor, who are you going with? I mean, I have to agree, I feel like.
1: I feel like you defended it so well, I can't even throw a <laughs> rebuttal in. Like, I didn't think the Bengals were going to be good this year. I mean, I never no. do. I never expected them to be good. But they they want a playoff game. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're still here, and I know, like, it's regular season, but it's their play all year that brought them to this point and, and let them – you know, play that way that they did in that first playoff game. So, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. All right, comeback player, make the case for your daiquiri.
1: Okay. Rain Dakota. So, Dak Prescott should win this award. I know Joe Burrow had a tough year as well. Dak Prescott not only had the ankle injury, he had the shoulder injury. So, he was, like, barely playing any football from last October to basically when the season started. Almost a year. I. He. He. You know, the rehab and everything for the shoulder, the rehab for the ankle. It was a lot. And I know Burrow had the knee, the ACL. But Dak had two injuries he was coming back from. He came back from the one, like he was pretty much there. And then the shoulder thing. And he had a good season. I don't know what a full summer of prep would have done for him. I'm sure it would have helped a lot. Yeah. I have to, I have to put Dak Prescott in the name, in the conversation, in the conversation for this. I, I understand, like, I will understand if Burrow wins, but I think it's very unfair to not strongly, strongly, strongly consider Dak Prescott.
0: Yeah. I think, I think this is Prescott's award to lose I think Burrow is the only other name for me in the conversation. I don't think he deserves it more than Prescott because Prescott's coming back from like three injuries. (laughs) Plus he's been like super open about like mental health struggles that have come up with all of that. Like I genuinely believe Prescott embodies what this award is. I agree with you. And I just think like, yes, Burrow's injury, like horrible, horrendous. It's just unfortunate for him that he's coming back in the same season that Dak Prescott is coming back to all, an injury from every single body part. We all watched that ankle injury. Yeah. Like like we, everyone we thought he may never play again. Yeah. So like this this is for me it's Dak's award and I I know I'm biased a little bit because Yeah, but I'm not. So like yeah, I'll sit I here I'll sit here and say it's Dak's award all day. Um and I I think yeah, Joe Burrow deserves the credit, deserves the vote, deserves this that the other thing, but I really don't think it's it's going to be Close. Alrighty. Cool. Well, that was an hour of football. Did you have fun? We had, oh, I, had a I did not even feel like an hour. Honestly, talking about football is genuinely my happy place. Um so that was a delight. I've missed that so much. Um and now we're gonna yell about the NHL all star game led by Michaela.
1: Yeah, so obviously <laughs> there's been some stuff in the NHL. We're not gonna talk about all of it because this was our football episode. But I did want to bring up the All Star Game because well, we both agree the All Star Game is so, <laughs> so stupid. Dumb. Like it's so dumb. First off, okay, the head coaches. Why is it a three on three tournament? Well, okay, yes. So let's start with the head coaches. No one cares. Why is an interim coach one of the coaches at the All Star Game? <laughs> You're not even the head coach of the team. You're the interim. Like that is the Florida Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette is. He's going to the All-Star game. Rod, Rod Brindamore said they literally don't care, which, I mean.
0: <laughs> I love Rod
1: So, Rod Brindamore is going Jared Bednar as well as Pete DeBoer. I mean, fair, but, like, it's stupid. Second, how Nazem Kadri did not automatically make this All-Star game baffles me. He is currently fifth in the league in scoring. Not to mention the person who's in sixth is Stephen Stamkos, who also didn't automatically make it. Um, Kadri has 49 points in 33 games (laughs) and did not make the All-Star game. is He did because we voted him in,
0: but... Kadri really said, like, I'm going to make you regret suspending me. Kadri really said, oh my god, like, he...
1: This is obviously his career year, and he almost didn't get to go to the All-Star game because of these stupid rules.
0: Why are we sending a player from every team? Why? Are, like, Why? I can
1: go through this list Why? right now and tell you. Why? It's a, not a participation game. A bunch of players I don't think need to be there. Okay, let's go through. Um, I'm sorry, Rasmus Dallin does not need to. Like, Buffalo's not good. And Delin, he's, he's good, but is he better than... Okay, but by that argument, do you send Nick Suzuki? No. Because
0: the Canadians no. are
1: shit. Suzuki should not go. Over these other players? Over these other players, no. Uh, William Nylander. He's yeah. having a better year than Nick Suzuki. William Nylander, I mean, not like, defense. Obviously, you sent another defenseman than Dolene. Like, there's players that should be there that aren't going because of this one player in every role. Like, Clayton Keller. Like, you have Clayton Keller in there over Kadri at the time.
0: Yeah. Why? Like, if I, you want to do this get-
1: last-man-in-vote thing, then just vote from a bunch of pl- random players of teams that – players think it like that's
0: honestly yeah that's the last man in should be the players like from pl- teams yeah. that aren't there yet like, like, like oh my god it's it's so
1: like you can't call it an all-star adrian game. kempe is Who? i'm sorry it's not an all-star adrian <laughs> kempe on the kings is not an all-star
0: if i've never heard of you you can't be an all-star like, he's not
1: he's not an all-star like i hate to break it to him but unfortunately <laughs> i don't think he's an all-star <laughs> Excited that he gets to go experience this, but, like, come on. And, do, like, does it really matter if it – Like, if you were that big of a hockey fan that you're going to be watching the All-Star game, will you watch it any less if a player from your team is not there? No. Probably not. I couldn't give less of a shit if Suzuki was going. <laughs> like, I just think this All-Star game needs a super deep revamp. And I was saying this earlier. How fun would it be if you had Zekris and Milano there – and had them, how many times can you recreate your your pass over the net? That would be hilarious. That'd be fun. Give them five attempts, see if they can do it. They don't need to play in the game. They but, can
0: just go for the skills competition. But that would require the NHL knowing how to brand itself and brand its players. And they have shown us time and time and time and time and time again that they don't know how to do that. Also, the players don't want to go. That's the funniest part. It's boring.
1: Part. And they're putting in Vegas. Which, I mean, that's going to create a little bit more...
0: Okay, they're going to go so they can go get drunk and gamble. I mean, that's... Nobody's going there expecting good hockey. Like, realistically, like I don't care if they're drunk. I don't care if... I want them all to play hungover. I want them all to make a deal that they're going to go out and they're going to get plastered. Like, they are already doing that. Like, I would bet money on them already doing that. Oh, yeah. I want to watch NHLers play hungover three on three. Oh my god, so much skating. I want them to bring the draft back because I don't care. Getting rid of the draft is the dumbest thing you ever did. I don't care what team you're on. Like this is, like this, I love watching players sit there and either pray that they're the last man picked because they want a car or be like super embarrassed that they're the last one picked because it brings them back to traumatic elementary school experiences. Getting rid of the draft was the dumbest thing you ever did. That was the one chance that NHL players had to show us that they had an ounce of personality. Absolutely. Just like half of an iota of a sense of humor. I just don't... I miss it. I miss it
1: too and I don't think... You don't need to limit it to however many players. Like, you could have different players there for the skills competition. The One of the most... Like, you could be the best player in the NHL, but you're probably not the fastest. It's going to be some random guy who might be the fastest. Because Perry Kapanen isn't going to the All-Star game, but the points have been made over and over that he's one of the fastest guys in the NHL. Yeah. He... I want to see who actually is the fastest skater in the NHL. Yeah. I want to see who actually is the hardest shot. It doesn't just, like, I don't know. I would rather see guys specialize in these events and actually see something fun.
0: You know who does All-Stars correctly? The NFL. They play dodgeball. (laughs) They have a bunch of professional football players play dodgeball outside in Florida or in Hawaii. I want that. I want that, except instead of dodgeball, it's everyone take your hardest shot at Tony D'Angelo's head. (laughs) I mean. Like, it's just, this all-star game
1: is not working. It's a waste of time. It's an obstacle. It's an obstacle. People complain. People don't want to go. The last man in vote happened. Obviously, we saw Kadri, Troy Terry, Mika Zibanejad was voted in. He's not going uh, due to personal reasons, so he'll be replaced by Jake Gensel and the Steven Stamkos. Also, top ten in league like, scoring and didn't just automatically make it. It's like ugh, the last minute vote was stupid. Like this whole thing is just
0: dumb. No one cares. No one cares. And like I don't need. To, like I didn't realize the voting was going on because my timeline was all getting Van Vliet and Siakam into the NBA All Star Game, which just is an all game people, people care about, about the NBA All Star Game. Yes. This like I was like, oh, we're we're voting for NHL All Stars now. Like that's that's a thing. I'm sorry. You just had to reschedule a hundred games. I don't think you should be concerned about scheduling an all-star game. No. I just, I I don't. And they were
1: already going to try and cram it in with the Olympics. Imagine if these guys were going to the Olympics. No. Like, this would have been even worse. None of these guys would be there because they would all be going to the Olympics. Your whole argument
0: for keeping guys out of the Olympics is health, yet you're asking them to go do this stupid thing where they're all going to (sighs) be, I'm going to pull the Peyton Manning quote, our idiot kicker got liquored up. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Get rid of it. You're sending
1: them to Vegas. Get rid of it or revamp it. During a pandemic where they're all going to be together. Like, I don't know. It needs a revamp. We, I think, are going to end it on that. And also, they're not, oh, one more thing. They're not COVID testing after the All-Star game for asymptomatic players. So, keep that in
0: mind. If I'm an immunocompromised person working for the league, that's like the biggest middle finger. Ever.
1: (sighs) We've had a lot of screaming and yelling. I
0: hate hate the NHL. Fun times on this episode. I've missed this me too (laughs) we will be back every Thursday we're not making a promise about a time because that's a commitment that we cannot commit to Um, but we will be back every Thursday with all of the sports updates when Karina is let out of Ohio jail she will be back we will be talking football basketball hockey Olympics every single week Um, we promise it will be just as chaotic most likely one of us will be drinking wine at some point That's all I got.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye.